she came out of the bedroom and she just said to me, she says, I'm leaving you. And I, it was, huh? I mean, it was, I'm leaving you. What happened was she had met somebody in our new church and one thing led to another. That's when it started. When I resigned, I had no training to do anything else. I, I had nothing to fall back on. I mean, when you don't sense God and the enemy is whispering in your ear, you're on your own. When I was up in my apartment and I was looking out the window into the parking lot, they had garbage dumpsters out there. And I was watching and there was this older woman lifting up the garbage tops and rummaging through. And she had like a plastic bag and she was reaching in there and putting stuff and obviously food. And the enemy, he whispered, see that lady? You're going to be just like her. You're going to be rummaging through garbage for your food because you've got no job, you've got no income. That's exactly what is going to happen to you. And I'm sitting there and he begins to speak to me in my thoughts. Not with a verbal, but just thoughts. Why don't you get a gun? And why don't you just kill yourself? Because it would be easier to do that than to go through what you're going through. And besides, nobody would care. You've got nobody. Nobody cares. Look what's happening. And I remember getting up from the couch. I'm just crying. My name is Warren Delling. I was in full-time pastoral ministry for 34 years. I've gone through divorce, and I know the pain, and I know the hurt, and the conflict, and everything else that goes with it. As you just heard, that is Pastor Warren Delling. He's a retired pastor, and he and his wife Kathy are presently, uh, we consider them part of the Shady Grove family. They live both here and in Florida at this time. And Warren was telling us about a situation where his life was affected by divorce, even as a pastor of 34 years. Here's his story, and the reason we're sharing this story is because Shady Grove is going to begin offering divorce care. It's a very well-organized and a very well-put-together experience of 13 weeks where people who have suffered from divorce can go for healing and camaraderie and uh, learning from the scriptures about how to heal. And Warren Delling will be leading this. So he certainly is an expert teacher, and uh, he's become quite informed on the problems and the issues of divorce. So here's his story, and at the end we'll tell you how you can get more information about Shady Grove's divorce care. We had just gone to a new pastorate, and we're there, and we had traveled back to our home in Kentucky that we were trying to sell. Usually they say the man is the last person to know that there's a problem. She came out of the bedroom, and she just said to me, she says, I'm leaving you. And I, it was, huh? I mean, it was, I'm leaving you. And uh, what happened was she had met somebody in our new church, and one thing led to another. That's when it started. Uh, and that came from out of the blue. And so we went back to the church that I had accepted and was pastoring in. And she left for about a month. Her dad lived not too far from there and uh, trying to work things out. And finally, I told her, look, 
come back to the church. I'm going to be resigning. Nobody knows anything. Stand on the platform with me by my side. And uh, I so I, I, I spoke that morning. I preached, and then I invited her to come up, and I, uh, she came up, and I just said to the congregation, no, uh, I just feel God is uh, leading me elsewhere to do a different type of ministry. And so I, as of such and such a date, I'll be resigning from the church. People listening say, well, why did you resign? The reason is because I, when I entered the ministry when I was young, I always told the Lord I would never be the cause of any problems in the church. Some people listening out there, you say, well, you should have stayed. Why'd you do? I know how people react. Some would have been happy and took my side. There would have been others. Now, this is, we don't want somebody who's divorced and it's, and I just felt at that time, did I make the right choice looking back? I'll know when I get to heaven. <laughs> but I resigned. I felt I left the church in good shape, and and that was it. And then uh, uh, I went back to Kentucky. She stayed in Florida. We were separated, not legally, but separated for a year. And I tried for a year to try to reconcile, try to get things back together, but uh, I've learned with things like this, unless both people are on the same page, getting things back together is really not something that's necessarily going to happen. I never told the church. I never. Word got out, not from that church, but I mean, word got out, and I wasn't from me. I have no idea where it came from, but it spread like fire. And so we went there, and my plan was to finish out the ministry, you know, and then retire and, you know, live down there, you know, in the warmer weather in Florida, nice. While I was there, and it was really only a year and a half before this all took place, we were able to get them from the small sanctuary. They had like really three sanctuaries, from the small one into the, I call the middle sanctuary. That was the next one they built. And then when that grew, then they built the big one, and I was able, with the help of God, to get them from the small one back into the big one. And things were going well. They they knew nothing. They they were happy. At least I think they were happy. They never asked me to leave. Uh, but then that that hit the fan, and uh, the individual that she met was working in the sound system of the church. And she was the music director, and they would meet, and one thing leads to another. You know, people on a job that meet around the water cooler and they they talk, they never think, well, this is going to go here. And what happens is it ends up going, and it's the enemy, gets in there and and, and goes. And I resigned. I stepped down from the pastoral ministry. Well, I went back there because the house was still there, and we hadn't sold it yet. So I I stayed in the house. I had no place else to go. And she stayed with her dad. And your income stopped. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, as I shared with you, when I resigned, I had no training to do anything else. All I knew how to do for 34 years was preach and teach and, 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 and you know, uh, run a church. 
And I, I had nothing to fall back on. I had never done electrical work. I was never a plumber. I was never uh, a carpenter. I, so I, I had no trade to fall back on. I received Christ as my Savior when I was 18. Really, I really got saved. And then I started Bible school the following year when I was 19. Graduated became a youth pastor, put in time there, and then I got my very first church when I was, I think, 24, and that was in Pittsfield, Massachusetts, and was there for a little while, then moved into what we call the New York District, and I was there for six years in one church, then eight years in another church, and then uh, uh, from there, I moved to Kentucky. I was there for 10 years, then moved to Florida. I, I, I think I pastored five churches in, in, in 34 years. I did build, We went through building programs. We paid off three mortgages from three different churches. You always think to yourself, because I've counseled and uh, marital counseling and, and things, and I'd always think, well, this, would never, this, this can never happen to me. And guess what? We had the house up for sale, and uh, I'm still praying. We weren't divorced yet, separated, but 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 not divorced yet. Praying, Lord, I've seen you do it work. I I know you can bring couples back together, Lord. I I, I know you you're able to do this, and the house sold, and so I moved into a small apartment. And in that apartment, I I was there and uh, uh, lived there, still not not working. Uh, I couldn't, couldn't, I couldn't get a job. I mean, what do I put on my resume? I pastored churches. I, I built churches. Uh, I took missions trips and led people. Uh, we paid off mortgages uh, because whenever you went to apply for a job, they, they said, well, what type of experience do you have? Honestly, I had none. A divorce can leave you with many questions and few answers. How can God let this happen to me after all these years? Well, I reacted. Susan brings her new boyfriend to Don's recital. How will I find a job? My resume hasn't been updated in eight years. Should I start dating again? I don't know. Should I keep the house or sell it? Why can't I get my energy back again? Do people think I was the problem in the marriage? Will the kids be able to see their grandmother again? If your divorce or separation has left you confused and fearful about the future, you don't have to go through it alone. There's help for the pain and hurt you are feeling. Divorce Care is a support group and seminar that helps you face these challenges and move toward rebuilding your life. The friendly, caring people in your divorce care group will walk alongside you through one of life's most difficult experiences. Don't go through separation or divorce alone. Find the divorce care group nearest you at divorcecare.org. I was in the apartment, and I get a phone call from my oldest son, and he says, "He says, Dad, how how you doing?" I said, "Yeah, I'm 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 doing okay." He says, "I guess you didn't hear the news." I said, "Well, what news is that?" 
He said, Mom's getting remarried. She filed the papers with me in February, and the divorce was finalized in April. I didn't fight. What am I going to fight? You know, you fight a divorce, the lawyers get rich. What am I going to fight over? Sticks of furniture? You know, cups and saucers? Uh, It wasn't that we were billionaires. And so basically what I said, and you know, this is when the scripture verse came to my mind, and I, I, I knew it was the Lord, you know, agree with your adversary while you're on the way to the court. And so I, I didn't fight. I wouldn't fight. And, you know, you want the furniture? Fine. You know, you can have that, this and that. And so he said, he called and he said, so the, the divorce was finalized in April. It was only two months. And he called maybe three, four, he called about five months later. So it was in September. And he says, I guess you didn't hear. I said, hear what? He says, mom, mom's getting remarried. And I just said, no, I, 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 this is the first I'm hearing of it. I didn't know. And I didn't expect that news because here I've been praying, Lord, you know, I know you can. So I hung up the phone and I'm sitting on the couch and I, I shared that story with you. And I'll share it with the people. Satan hits you and kicks you when you're down. Having been told that she was going to be married was like Satan finally just throwing the kitchen sink at me. And that's an old saying. And I'm sitting there, and he begins to speak to me in my thoughts. Not with a verbal, but just thoughts. Why don't you get a gun? I'm telling the truth. God is my witness. Get a gun. And why don't you just kill yourself? Because it would be easier to do that than to go through what you're going through. And besides, nobody would care. I mean, they wouldn't find you for maybe two weeks. You've got nobody. They might start, excuse the phrase, smelling something and have to open your door. But other than that, nobody cares. Look, what's happening? And I remember getting up from the couch. I'm just crying. I'm just crying. And I walked into the bedroom, and it was a small apartment. I mean, 10 steps, I was in the bedroom. And I knelt down by my bed. And I remember these words, and these are the exact words I, 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 I spoke to the Lord. I said, Father, I have lost everything. And I did. No job. I lost my livelihood. Uh, no money coming in. And now my ex-wife's getting remarried, and that hope is dashed. Uh my youngest son didn't speak for me for two years. Everything is good now. I mean, praise God. But And I prayed. I said, Lord, I have lost everything. But I said the one thing, and I meant this with all my heart, the one thing I refuse to lose is my praise and my worship for you. Satan has taken all these other things, but he cannot take my praise and worship, only I can give them up, and I won't. Uh, and then I just started crying again. Just that They were coming from my heart. I meant that. Just the thought of going out and getting a gun, that's not God. That's not the Holy Spirit. I believe personally, you, people listening may not believe in demonic power. That's demonic power. 
and they can sow thoughts in people's minds. I still kept going to church, but I tell you, I'd go to church and I, I went as a single person, just totally different. Just to, And I went through all the things that we will be covering. Into, I, I went the hurt. I mean, just, just how do you explain it? How do you, you know, the, 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 the hurt, the, the anger. It wasn't always so much anger that I hated and God called down fire upon her and him. I never, that was never, but the loneliness, oh, that, that, that. You get up in the morning and you buy yourself. You go through the day and you buy yourself. You come home, turn on the TV, you buy yourself. You go to bed, you buy yourself. Everything is by yourself. And here you had been married for 34 years with somebody. And now, and it's exactly what a person goes through who loses a spouse to death. Same exact thing, only with divorce, you go through the same thing, but add on to that embarrassment. Add on to that, what are people going to think? What are they saying? And, you know, you just don't want to talk to people because you're embarrassed. Uh, You feel guilty, all that stuff. Uh, So, yeah, went through it all. And, you know, I think I shared with you, even now I look back and I, I get the thought, you know, Warren, and I was single for eight years. How in the world did you ever get through that? And the only thought that would come to my mind, and I believe it was the Lord, the grace of God, which he promised I'll never leave or forsake you. Although there were times I wondered, and I think I shared with you also, I said, you know, if, if you can have a hope, okay, well, you know, in six months or in eight months, you know, like when you, if you break your arm, they got a cast on it, and man, it's, a, it's really itchy, but the doctor says, okay, within six weeks, you know, the bones, and you look, okay, it's only six weeks, I can, I can deal with six weeks. But when you can't see the light of the end of the tunnel and the enemy's with, this is what it's going to be like the rest of your life. That's, that's tough. But I can tell those that are listening, it doesn't have to be the rest of your life. There is healing, and I'm proof of it, uh, that you will get better, but you're going to need to trust the Lord. You're going to need to work at it. And working at it means taking two steps forward and then going one step backwards. And you think you got it, and then and it's work. But there is healing. Warren tells us that there is healing after divorce. There can be healing after divorce. And so divorce care is designed to walk people through that process, uh, those who have suffered from divorce. If you go to shadygrove.net forward slash ministries, you can scroll down there and find the divorce care link. Shadygrove.net forward slash ministries. 
find the divorce care link there and click on it. It'll take you to the divorce care website where you can put in your zip code and it will give you the information about Shady Grove's divorce care and it will send a message to Warren and he'll be contacting you and uh, arrange for uh, all the information that you need to be a part of divorce care. I do want to leave you with one more thing because there is another part to this story and we're going to have another podcast following this one. And it's the part about healing, how Warren met Kathy and how that developed. And I just love these stories. And so here's just a clip. I opened the door for her and I look at her and and I I looked her in the face and I said, "I, I think I'm falling in love with you. And she looks at me, she says, you think, you know, just like you think, well, I'm just, just telling her the truth. I think she says, well, I already have. And uh, then from there, we found out that we had both been praying. But Dan, I can tell you with her, it was like putting on a glove. Remember OJ Simpson? If, If the glove doesn't fit, you must be quick or whatever he said this glove fit on just like it was tailored for me and there was a deep peace in in my heart for joining us today on Shady Grove Radio. I'm Dan Loggins, and if you have any questions about anything you heard on Shady Grove Radio today, send me an email, dan at shadygroveradio.com. dan at shadygroveradio.com.